And go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KF Podcast. This is your Pop Culture Week in Review. Today is March 26th. I want to say thank you for listening. If you just found us on the interwebs, just Google us at the KF Podcast. We'll show up on your favorite podcast catcher and your favorite social media platform. Um, we got the whole crew here today. We got uh, Brock, Justin, hey. hello, Don, and myself. Hello. And we're going to talk all things pop culture for the next hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. Set a timer. <laughs> as long as Kevin come find me doesn't show up, we'll be good to go. <laughs> He's too busy filming a documentary. A documentary. Is it about Devoris? Yeah, reading yeah. Amaglam comics. <laughs> What's the name of Glam of Devoris? Uh, <laughs> oh, what funniness. All the stupid shit we can't say right on, on here. Um, so we're going to do a lot of spoiling. We're going to do a movie review for the uh, Snyder Cut, um, which I'll probably clip it and maybe put it on YouTube even. Ooh. Is that a movie or is that a miniseries into a movie? It's in like a miniseries. It's a lot like the, movie, the show Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> like when the, you know that was all a dream? Yeah. Yeah. That's how it ended. That and the Bob Newhart show. Yeah. I can't believe we led right into the Bob Newhart show. I never thought that was going to be the first five minutes of the show. That Bob Newhart or Dallas was going to pop up. But that's that's what you get when you listen to us. You never know where we're going to go with some shit. Sometimes we don't even know where we're going to go. Hundred percent. Technically, do. Um. So, do we have any personal funny stories to share this week? Oh wait, I have one. <laughs> this asshole sitting next to me here last week, not Rock, me, <laughs> tells me, "Can I help him move a couple things?" Uh, he, his mother-in-law was moving out, so he needed a hand. I was like, I'll help you. But first, he was getting, remember those cabinets he was showing us that he got for free from work? Yeah. He's like, we're going to go get a couple of those in Zillianople. So we get two of these, like, real tall, four by, about four by... Four by three, five and a half. Four by, yeah, something oh, yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. They're like, but they're like almost six and feet And they tall. were heavy, but they weren't bad. They were kind of like, had mirrors in them, metal framing. They were just kind of awkward to carry. So we threw them into the U-Haul. Not too bad. We put the glass down, and Ken puts the like gla- the glass piece like in front of these things. I'm like, aren't they going to slide into the glass? He's like, we're going literally a block down the road to get the other one. <laughs> oh, yeah, He's this... like, nothing's going to happen. As soon as we get in the truck and we start to drive, some guy goes right through the red light. Ken slams on the brakes. <laughs> and I was like, well, there goes that glass. <laughs> so we, luckily it didn't break. We go yeah. down to the other place. Um, I won't mention any places where this is at, but... Yeah. Um, we go in, and it's supposed to be that cabinet one that like used to be at like the, that you would use at the comic book stores. It's it's almost eight foot long. And yeah, it's he's too... like, oh, it's not that heavy. It's not that big. This fucking thing's like <laughs> nine feet long, <laughs> three feet wide. I mean, how heavy do you think that thing was? It was at least four hundred pounds. Yeah, it was at least three. You should have had Justin help you then. Well, he bailed out because his 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 hip was his neck and his back. He's been having neck and back issues, so he's like, I won't be of any assistance, of course. I, I offered. I offered my truck, but I said I just can't lift anything. Well, I didn't and need then he said, and he said, "We don't need your truck. We have a U-Haul." Ken <laughs> has a family, his new family, the Leyland family, who there's about a hundred of them that live in Butler. <laughs> Not one of these fuckers was, was available <laughs> to lift anything. They're available if you want a charcuterie board or something to eat, or like you're gonna have a big party. Then they're all available. We'll finish that up at the end because that's none good. of that's... them. None of them are, are available to help. None of them. So. Him and I, he's. I was like, listen, we got to put like cardboard underneath it, and like try to lift one end up and slide it to the door. So we put cardboard underneath it. 
Ken starts sliding it, and it's just tearing the carpet that we're pushing it on. Like, like the corner of it is just tearing a streak all the way to the door. I'm like, hope your boss doesn't... It didn't really tear it, more or less... It put a divot. It burnt the carpet yeah. with the friction all it the way did. through the carpet. It was bad. So, like, we, so get, it out, we get it outside, and we so managed... already? Yeah, I know. We managed to get, like, an end of it up into the U-Haul, and then we both kind of, like, powered it up and slid it in. And I'm like... We're putting this in your basement. He's like, yeah. I'm like, how? How are me and you gonna gonna move this? Like, we need people. There better be other people there when you. He's like, well, you know, Hank may be there. I'm like, all right, we'll see. So we get back to the house. We had to move some stuff out of that bedroom first, like, and clear some room. His yeah. new nerd room. Yeah. Then he's like, let's just get the big one first. Let's go for it. Get it off the truck. We kind of like. Pushed it down and then turned it sideways. We basically just dragged it through gravel for a little bit. We did not care about the, the, yeah. the way that it got in there. And then we kind of leaned it forward to him, and then I had to get the bottom underneath oh. it. So I had to, like, deadlift it from the bottom up. Oh, and, I God. mean, I thought my hernia was just going to, like, explode all over Ken's driveway. You know, I had to, I have that patch there and everything. You know, so I'm like, like, power lifted up. And then we're just like, no walk, no, you walk, no walk. And we're just yeah. hauling it. And then he's like, what can I do? We're like... Just walk it, just walk it. And we managed to get it to the top of the stairs, and, like, our hands are getting torn up yeah. from it. And we managed to kind of, like, wobble it down till the bottom got on some sliders, and we were finally able to, like... Push it. Push it. I mean, it was heaviest heavy. thing we've ever moved. It's staying at that house. Yeah, it's never leaving. <laughs> then we were telling Justin when we were eating that he had another one that we brought in, the other ones that weren't as heavy, but when he got them in, Brock, you couldn't... It was on its side... His ceiling uh, wasn't high enough to tilt it up to go up. It was hitting the ceiling. And he had that look in his face like, you know when he destroyed the chair? When you made yeah. fun of him and he broke the chair? He was ready to rip this shelf, like, completely apart. I was going to I was gonna get my camera out and film him destroying this glass cabinet. But luckily, he was able to turn it sideways. We Frankensteined it, right? Yep, yep. Put it up the other way, and it went up barely. Just barely we got it in. But, yeah, it was, you know... Don't ever. Mindy cleaned them off this week and they look very nice. Good. I gotta paint the one. They're so heavy. They are, but they look so nice. Yeah, your mask collection's gonna look nice in them. So, moral of the story: don't help Ken ever because he lies. I didn't lie. I didn't understand. It's small. It's not that big. It's not that heavy. I'm like, look at this. I'm like, we're lifting that. There's no way we're lifting that. Well, negative Nancy here. As soon as he sees anything, he's like, "We can't lift that. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. We're fine, all right." He's like, "I got my end. Get yours." <laughs> <laughs> he did go down backwards though, and he was wearing the worst shoes. And every time we'd go down the steps, his shoes would fall off. <laughs> and he'd be like, "Oh, I lost a shoe!" And he's like, crippled underneath the thing. He's like, "My shoe, my shoe." I was like, "Would you get some shoes that don't fall off?" They're not the best shoes. Yeah, they slide off easy. But he's got a new setup going, and he's happy now, right? I'll take pictures and post them on our social media once I get it started, but it hasn't fully conceptualized. But the greatest part was is all of our help messaged us as soon as we were done yeah. loading the U-Haul and unloading the U-Haul and everything. As soon as he's, we're all done, we're about to, I'm about to drive him back down to get his car. Hank and calls, calls, and he's like, hey, I'm on my way. I'm like, where have you been, you lazy ass? And his wife's like... I'm in the car too. And I was like, oh, I didn't know you were on speakerphone. <laughs> but yeah. He's so like, oh, I'm showing up ready. We're ready to eat. And I'm like, oh, now we're ready to go, huh? Did they bring a charcuterie board? No. I don't know. I had to leave. I had to go home and see what was going on. I had to go home and get started on our journey of watching four hours of Justice League and Falcon and the Winter Soldier over the weekend. It was a lot of, we had a lot of TV time. Yes. 
So let's get to the good stuff. Well, first, let's check. Other than teething, how's everything at the Atkinson's Atkinson Ranch? Pretty good. The weather's been nice, so that's that's nice. How's the Lego yeah. journey coming along? Uh, we're getting some things organized. Trying to make room to have a sorting area for that stuff you gave me. Okay. I could, my table's overrun with uh, minifigure parts from my uh, torso project. How is that? Are you selling any more of those? I'm doing pretty good. I haven't really actually officially put them on sale, but I'm probably through half of my inventory already. There you wow. go. So, it's, it's, been, it's been pretty good. Do you want to plug anything for anybody to go look at stuff? I'm not ready to yet. All right, no plugging. Once I have a landing zone for them to go to, I'll, I'll throw something out there. We're not doing any plugging tonight. We no plugging. No plugging. But keep an eye out. Keep an eye out. <laughs> if you like Lego. If you like Legos and custom Legos. Or Brock. Yeah, or if you just like Brock. Either one. But not Justin. That's a true story. Brock, <laughs> Justin's now buying toys. We got him hooked. Yeah, but I mean, his toys are dumb. He's buying Star Wars. He bought a whole bunch more, too. He bought some Black Series. He's on the inter- He's on eBay already trying to find a Luke Skywalker. And here's how you know it's bad, Brock. He's, he's going to buy an Ikea display case for it. <laughs> you couldn't have given him one of yours? <laughs> he needs them all for expansion. Well, you, you didn't tell the story about us unloading the third case. What about it? Well, about how Mindy saw it and said, yeah. no, that's not going in the yeah. house. She just, she just saw the third case and didn't match the other two. She's like, yeah. nope, that's not going in there. Put it in the garage. She's like, why does that look different? He's like, it's fine. Right, they're going to be next to each other. She goes, nope. I was like, you got vetoed in your own nerd room. It wasn't allowed. They got straight to Justin's. It's too big for Justin's. Justin needs to buy four Detolves from Ikea and then a Calyx bookcase to lay on its side for them to go on top of Oh, he will too. He'll be, that'll be I showed tomorrow. him a picture of it and he's already excited about it. I can't, he probably already ordered it. I, can't I have not a, ordered it yet. On the way to the house will. already. It will be soon. He's going to do the, the, the thing where Ikea people come out and build it for him. No, that I won't do. Yeah, Don't do it, Justin. Um, Just quit while ta- you're ahead. Ta- Don't ta- become these two. No, How like cool me. is it? These two? What about you? Yeah. You've been you've been collecting longer than I have. And here's the thing. It's just not a display case. His entire house is a display case. Yeah. Your whole house is a display case. You've been collecting a lot longer than me there, man. Brock's like, just buy everything and put it in your house. Yeah. That's, that's where they collect. You stuff. don't need to display it. Just buy it, ship it, store it. Yeah. And then when you're at it, looks like Target Stockroom. We've been doing it right. <laughs> I have so started ordering stuff yeah. for my office project, though. Okay. So I've got some flooring samples coming in, and the wall, uh, the stuff I'm putting on the wall is are, is should be here tomorrow. Okay. So finished the closet project and moving on to the office project. Nice. You're making progress. Trying to. Let's Good. change things up. All right, let's get through this horrible box office news, then we can get to the Snyder. Uh, Ryan, the Last Dragon, number one again, five point one million. Tom and Jerry, three point eight million. Chaos Walking, one point nine million. And a close force, for, force, a close fourth uh, was the Courier, the new Benedict Cumberbatch film, mm. uh, was one point eight million. Benny Cumberbatch. Um, that one actually looks kind of cool. He's uh, just kind of a businessman that. The uh, um, he just left it at that. He's a businessman. <laughs> um, that MI six approaches and makes him like infiltrate Russia. They basically turn this like dude that's never had any training into a full full fledged spy mm-hmm. and send him undercover into Russia. 
That sounds very complicated. I, it's a Cold War spy movie. Yeah. It looks kind of cool. All right. There you go. There you go. Why wasn't the Snyder Cut in theaters? I thought it was supposed to be in theaters, too. I, I thought it was, too. I don't know if it went to like some big chains or if maybe it's going to come out later. Hmm. But, yeah, I thought it was supposed to go to theaters as well. All right. Well, speaking of the Snyder Cut, um, it's time for our review. This is a spoiler-filled review. Spoilers! Whoa. So yeah, right. If you don't want to listen to it, um, I will post in the comment area what the time is uh, that you can skip to. I might not do that. But if I, I might. I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, <laughs> skip, skip ahead. We're going to talk about it here over the next several minutes. And uh, you've been warned. Okay? All right. So first off... Um, Ken didn't watch it, but we told him a little bit about it. He's going to eventually get around to it. He don't care about the spoiler part. I don't. Here's my philosophy. I'm not going to pay HBO Max for this. I'm just going to wait for a free preview and watch all the movies I want to watch in one chunk. Can you get a free preview? There's not going to be a free preview of HBO Max. There's not? Well, Never. Well, I might not get it then. She <laughs> can buy it for one month. Can I? Yeah. It's, buy, sure? yeah. it's $15. Yeah. Buy it for and that'll get you three movies. Yeah. That's true. A lot cheaper than going to, you know... When we go to the theater to see Black Widow? Yeah. Or yeah. pay $30 on Disney Plus? Well, we'll get to that. We're not That's at that point yet. Yes. We're not at that point yet. <laughs> trying to steal it. Yeah. We're trying to jump ahead. Sorry. So, um, uh, Brock, you watched it, correct? Yes. Well, let's go to you first. What were your thoughts on it? Did you like it? Did you not like it? What did you think? I I liked it. I don't think it's as good as the internet likes to think that it is. I think it was still kind of a mess, but it was a better mess. Okay. Um, I did like that they took out a lot of the hokiness. Okay. But in, but in the in the same breath though, they kind of made Barry Allen a complete goof. He was more like Wally than he was Barry because he was like the only like kind of goofy character in this yeah, movie. Yeah, he's, he's a kid. He's younger. Yeah. Um, I could have done without the epilogue sequence completely. I think I should have just ended it with at the end of part six or whatever it was, and scrapped the epilogue. Now, which parts of it, like the uh, the John the John Jones stuff? John Jones was completely irrelevant to me. I thought it was dumb to like if he's going to show up and convince Lois Lane to go back to work and not go help the Justice League fight Steppenwolf. Just go back to Mars, you asshole. You're not your worthless. Well, that's because they. I, I think they added that in. He was never supposed to be a part exactly. of Exactly. He shouldn't have even been there. It was just just fluff at that point. Yeah. And uh, I thought his scene at the end was kind of dumb, too. I, I didn't like that epilogue at all. I yeah. thought it was just forced. Um, doesn't really make sense, especially now that they're not doing the rest of these movies. Yeah, but, but we could talk about that. <laughs> but other than that, I thought it was pretty good. If they would have ended it at the end of the battle, I thought I think it would have been a lot better, personally. Okay. So I was more on the not like completely in agreement with the internet that about how good it was, but I thought it was overall. I thought it was a much better movie than the original one. Um. I uh, I actually really liked Barry um, in this. They they fleshed out his story a lot more. He was goofy and, and he was kind of the only comic relief, but that didn't bother me um, because they fleshed out his story so much more. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in the first, in the big battle in the first one, like, his whole purpose was to be funny and to save that family of four people. Right, right. Where in this one, he's literally the reason that he saves the entire world. Oh, yeah. I, don't um, get me wrong. Like, the way they used them as a team in this movie... Oh, was way, so much better. Yeah, like they yeah. actually they actually had to perform as a team. Everybody had a job to do, and they did it well, as opposed to just a, a stupid fight like they had before. So, as far as the epilogue goes, I I liked it, but I do it for me. It felt tacked on at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I will. I I disagree about the the Martian Manhunter thing. I thought that was cool. I didn't understand until Don, like, pointed out the backstory of him and Lois, where he kind of took her under his wing, and they had a rela- a previous relationship from the Man of Steel film. Um, I didn't remember that as much, and so I thought the scene where he was portraying Martha, I th- that that bugged me initially until Don reminded me of their previous history. Um, uh-huh. because I just was like, why, wait a minute, what's, what's going on here? Um, but I thought the ending was cool and I, I don't know. I, there's, there's a whole big campaign now to try and convince Warner brothers. They, they've got this new hashtag save the Snyderverse. Um, it was set up well. Um, Snyder's got plans for at least two more movies plus side characters um, we'll I, see. I, I think it's going to happen. I, I will never say never. I think it's a long shot, but I'll never say never again because I think I'm quoted on this podcast as saying we'd never see the Snyder Cut. I think you're going to hear the announcement yeah. by the end of the year. So, um, yeah, but o- overall, I was I thought this was a much better movie than the first one. Definitely. I absolutely loved this movie. Um, so I'll give you mine here. Um, I already like the original, of course. You know, this movie to me, even though it was four hours long, if this was the movie that they were originally going to make, they would have edited out a lot of the fluff in the beginning of the movie. The Lois Lane stuff was real, just fluff oriented. It was like filler stuff. You know, Wonder Woman scene where like they shoot the arrow from Thermoscara to there that took forever. Mm-hmm. She like walking around looking at the arrows. You can obviously speed a lot of that up if you cut a lot of that stuff out. That was the first half of the movie. Second half of the movie, nothing needed cut out. It was perfect, I thought. Um, You're right. Everything they did as a team, the way they worked, I thought Batman was great in it. I thought everyone had a great intro and origin story and, like, more. Like, I didn't like Barry Allen the first time around. I liked him a lot more here when they went into more of his relationship with his dad and the seriousness of how that was and all that, him trying to get a job and all these part time jobs that he keeps getting. Yes, he is a little. Goofy, he's leaving us. Yes, he is a little goofy, but like he was so serious at the end and redeemed himself. Yeah. And now I think you're going to see more of the Barry Allen that we know, the more serious one in, going in the upcoming movie, being a detective and being all that stuff. Um, should I pause and wait for him? Or we'll just keep going. Okay, so that part I liked. I thought that was good the way they did him. Um, I I want to like tell this to him. <laughs> <I'm positive. laughs> 
Uh, we don't know how long he could be gone, though. Bro Ladies and gentlemen, Brock just sort of walked away, which usually means some one of his kids is crying or something like that. But we'll just keep one. we got to power through it. Um, so, yeah, that part was really good. I, I, I highly disagree with everything he said about Martian Manhunter. To me, if you know Martian Manhunter in a way he is and all that... I feel the reason he never revealed himself to, like, Superman and the Man of Steel and all that stuff is because he's on Earth like a refugee hiding. You know, he doesn't want to be a part of any of that stuff. He doesn't want to be known. He didn't want to be found. He's hiding. He's in hiding. Mm -hmm. um, he probably knows who Darkseid is because he's, he's been alive in Moran for a long time. I think, like, you know, he warned Lois because he cares about Lois. He was trying to help her. And I think when all that stuff broke out, like... I don't think he was ready to join them. I think by watching what they did and what they accomplished, that that changed his mind. Like, this planet isn't lost. Like, I think in his mentality, if he was like, oh, Dark Side's coming, all right, I'm just I'm gonna out. out. I'm going to go to another planet. Yeah. I think it was more like, these guys can defend themselves. Now I'm going to announce myself to them. I'm going to align with them because they're going to need some help. I think he understands that we probably couldn't take Dark Side by himself, but saw what was going on, saw them stand up. Obviously, they probably didn't have him in the original and threw him on in the end to make people excited. Because I originally heard that that ending was supposed to be a Green Lantern. Yeah. That supposed, that, it was supposed to be uh, John yeah. Stewart. John, it was supposed to be John Stewart arriving saying, the Lanterns are here to help you. Yeah. And, and Warner Brothers didn't want them to use Lanterns because of they have that TV show coming up. Or whatever. Whatever, or whatever they want. Another... They shot it down. So he went with Manhunter. Yeah. And then what he obviously did was take the things where people were like, the general in Man of Steel was Manhunter. So he, he listened to the fans and went off that and made it run. So I was completely fine with Manhunter at the end. I thought the scene was cool. I thought what he said was cool. All that I was absolutely fine with. Um, I l the thing that I enjoyed the Oh, he's back and he's a baby. Hey, it's Benny. <laughs> We have a toddler joining the show. The thing I like the most... And Brock. And Brock. The thing I like the most about the show and the way it was, was the original one that I saw. Is that if you watch Zack Snyder's Man of Steel, Man of Steel is a very emotional, power-driven movie. Like, all the stuff, the speeches that his dad gives him, there's a lot of scenes where it's, like, really, really good. Like, the Jarrell stuff, his dad stuff, even the ending, the things with Lois... Batman vs. Superman had a little bit of that, but then they had to throw so much other shit in there, they kind of got away from it, and in Justice League, they didn't do it at all. You had a little bit maybe where he sees his mom and all that. Well, I think we saw it. That was Whedon took all of that Took all out. that out. This movie had that emotion that Man of Steel had. Yeah. It had those feelings, those moments. When he's realizing that he needs to come back to, to fight with him and all that, all that stuff with his dad's voices and all that stuff, the Man of Steel music playing, it had that Zack Snyder feel to it, which I like, and it made me, it made me feel good. You know what I mean? Like it had that heart to it that I think was missing before. Um, and yeah, all that stuff I thought was really cool. I think the nightmare stuff at the end is—they're trying to show you that this is what like could possibly happen. It ties into what they did in Batman vs Superman. It's why he wanted to kill Superman because he thought. When he first saw Flash's vision, that Flash told him, you know, about Superman and Lois, it made him crazy. It made him think he needed to get rid of him. Now he realizes that he has to protect Clark, he has to keep him around, and he has to keep Lois safe. And we yeah. talk about how in his movies, the script was that he was, 
something's going to happen. Batman's going to sacrifice himself maybe to save Lois. So, I, you know, I, I was fine with that. I thought the dialogue between him and Joker were really cool. I liked that whole scene. I liked the way they were. I liked the things that Joker said to him. I liked when he told him, I'm going to effing kill you one of these days. You know, I, I liked it. I thought all that was really neat. I thought Jared Leto did a great job with the Joker in that scene. Yeah. You know, it's just showing you what could be. Obviously, if this was going into something more. And on that topic, I kind of feel like... I know Warner Brothers said right away they're not going to. But again, like we said, talk, I know we talked about this at dinner already, but no one heard. Warner Brothers is owned by AT&T, right? And AT&T owns HBO Max and all that stuff like that. It was their idea that Zach, they let Zack Snyder do this and gave him that budget to do all this. I don't think there's any way they see a success rate of 98% positive on, 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 on Rotten Tomatoes and all this hype for it that you just want to throw that out. You know, I, I think their stance is now that they're not going to, but I, I believe that by the end of the year we'll hear an announcement that they're gonna they're gonna continue it. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, so one of the couple of the articles that I read um, where Zack Snyder was interviewed after the release and everybody had seen it, um, apparently the there was a a deeper reason why Superman stopped his rampage it wasn't just because lois shows up shows up okay so if you remember in the scene right before she meets with or right before they resurrect him mm -hmm. they show her night table where she's pulling her her badge out they show the pregnancy test yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was it was highlighted way too much for that not to mean anything yeah and from what zach told this interviewer the reason he stops his rampage is when Lois comes out, he hears the second heartbeat. And um, he knows she's pregnant. Okay. And so he stops. Um, and going further, his plans for the future, um, it was, so apparently their child, is was it was not planned that he was going to have powers. And Barbara Gordon was going to be introduced in either Justice League, I think Justice League 2, and was going to take up the mantle of the bat because Bruce was going to sacrifice himself um, at some point. Uh, again, we assumed to, to save Lois. And Barbara was going to be the Batman of the DC Universe yeah. until Lois and Clark's non-powered son takes up the mantle of Batman later on. Oh, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. Jonathan Kent as Batman. I don't like it. Yeah. Should be John Blake. <laughs> you should go by your middle name, Dingus. But that was that's the that was the long term, yeah, long term thing. But it kind of called back to the pregnancy thing toward the end too. Whenever Bruce was delivering the furniture, he congratulated them. And that could have been for the house or the. the yeah, baby. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad they left that little line in there too. That was th that just a, a small bit of humor. Yeah. How'd you do it? I just bought the bank. And then <laughs> my favorite was, you know, the other movie I always hated when Superman showed up, starts fighting and then has to go save a building, a stupid building with people in it. It like takes you out of the battle, then they bring him back. He didn't like fuck around in this one at all. No. I mean, he showed up and beat the ever-loving shit out of him, showing how much more powerful he was. And they really stuck to that whole thing about how, like, Darkseid stayed, they stayed away from that planet because they knew a Kryptonian was on it. 
You know that that's why the mother bo- the mother boxes even knew that he was there, and that's, and that's why, why they, they woke activated. up again after they knew he was gone. So like they were really afraid of him, and rightfully so because he destroyed Steppenwolf. And I mean they, not just the ending before where they like break the the axe and then he gets sucked into the portal. Watching Superman th- throw him, Aquaman stab him, and then Wonder Woman cut his head off. <laughs> I don't know how you don't love that. I mean that was absolutely phenomenal. They just beat the shit out of that dude. You know it was a, definitely a more edgier. Yeah. Badass version of them. I like they did almost their Avengers scene, you know, when they were kind of like all lined up together. Well, and they, and they showed side by sides. The original version of that, it was just Wonder Woman there in that yeah. scene. Yeah. And Batman's. That, I like that they fixed the scene where it was like, oh, he was just trying to go kill himself. Yeah. When he launched in there, like, no, he had an actual plan. And like, it was like working the stuff he was doing, you know, like that was. all. The battle was so much better. Like the Flash stuff. That they did, the time traveling, it was all so fixed so much better, you know, and it just worked. And speaking of the edginess, the R rating didn't bother me at all. No. They didn't go over the top with anything. Yeah, there was one F word, they didn't go over the top with a lot of stuff. No, and not I, a few, but... And I, and I thought the, the extra kind of brutality in Wonder Woman scene actually made the scene much better. Yeah. Because um, Wonder Woman is that kind of character. Yeah. She's an Amazon. The These people are going to kill kids. Yeah. They were going to blow up a block and kill a bunch of kids. She had no love for those things. No. For those guys. You know, they, she took them out. Fearless. You know, that was phenomenal. Yeah. I thought it was really well done. I really, really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it so much better. But that's good. We can move on from it and get to some stuff that Ken can actually talk about now. I, this is probably the best part of the podcast where I haven't been talking. <laughs> do you think? The, I will ask you this question. Do you think they do? An, do you think they do a sequel? I mean, it just depends on how. I guess it's going to depend on money. How many people are going to now drop off after this has been released and people watch it? Like, what's the watch rate? Like, there's got to be some. Like, I don't think AT and T would do it just based on a Rotten Tomato score. Yeah, I think they're going to have to see that this is financially viable. For a full the- theatrical release, like yeah. so, what everybody needs to do is just open up your HBO Max app and just play it every day, whether you sit and watch it or not. Just play it every single day. Yeah. So there's a two terabyte limit now on Comcast. Justin can't do that anymore. Uh oh, happened. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, when people are going, you know, you go a couple of years out now and theaters are back and are packed again and we're doing that stuff again. Like, you know, I, I don't know. Like, if their other movies don't do well and they're like, you know, we should do this. You know, like. Honestly, now's the time if they announced it because there's not going to be plans for an Avengers movie for a while. Yeah. Like, this is going to be the, whole, the, whole, the, the void that they could fill. Is like the excitement for an Avengers movie you can now fill with the excitement for to redo the Justice League and add Shazam to it and you know I think like the next movie the the best route is you don't want to do Dark Side arrive just yet I would do Lex Luthor's like Legion of Doom yeah that he was assembling have Black Manta and Black Adam well, and, and different Aaron Cho Adam yeah they set him up yeah and yeah. do it just like. Um, you know, just like the Avengers during Justice League Two, yeah, it's the Le- it's the Legion of Doom, but you get a small update. You see the Armada approach, yeah. maybe just approaching the solar system, and that's where. And then it- a Green Lantern arrives at the end of that movie to warn them. Yeah, to know. warn them that the Armada is imminent. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that was it. That's our review of it. Um, I liked it. We were, you know, it was good. It's cool. I liked it too. Um, let's go to Marvel. All right, we've got some new release dates. Um, they Disney decided to move Black Widow back a couple months to July 9th. However, they've decided that they are going to release it to Disney Plus Premier Access, probably for the $29.99 price tag, which okay. has been their standard for the, the two that they've released like that so far. And it works for them. I mean, I'd like to go see it in the theater. I would, too. And, you know, like for our group, I think most of us, if not all of us, are probably going to be fully vaccinated by July 9th, so I'm not going to have yep. as you know nearly as many reservations about going out and sitting in a packed theater as I would have yeah um, you know a month ago. So, yeah. and that thirty dollars is too much. Yeah, for me. <laughs> well, I mean, the only way that that thirty dollars makes sense is if you just have a bunch of people over and do like an outside. Well, I'll screen. tell you how it makes sense for me. You have a hundred kids. I, I go <laughs> I go to the movies with you guys on on Thursday. I pay fifteen dollars for a ticket or whatever, right? Yeah. But then on the net, on the weekend, then then I take my wife and like five kids or whatever or four <laughs> different people to go see it. My parents. Yeah. And I spend a hundred and fifty dollars on tickets. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thirty bucks to rent it. We watch it on my TV <laughs> yeah. is a steal for me. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually really awesome. And the fact that you get to keep it too forever is a it's a bonus. It's not just a rental. Yeah, oh. like a lot of the other places do. That's like awesome. Like I would not be like, no, you got. I go to the movies. You guys are not. <laughs> now, now we're gonna watch it on here, and you can watch it all the over and over. Yeah. Um. In addition to Black Widow, we got some other moves. Uh, Shang Chi is moving. Just some other moves. <laughs> uh, Shang Chi is moving from the summer back to. September 3rd, uh, definitely in theaters. Disney Plus is unknown. Oh, that's what D Plus is. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were grading it for a minute. <laughs> I was like, why is Justin giving D Pluses all these things? He got an advanced screening copy. <laughs> yeah. I really yeah, thought those were like Chino rankings. Since the, I was like, oh, D Plus for Shang-Chi. Now you're rough on that movie, Justin. <laughs> uh, Eternals, oh, uh, November 5th. Uh, so that one, I think, is keeping its date. Um, I think they just moved Shang-Chi back. Um, so we're going to have a, a real short interval between Shang-Chi and, and Eternals. Uh, and then Spider-Man No Way Home is keeping its December 17th. So we're getting four Marvel movies this year. Now, I think you should tie in the Disney Plus announcements with these okay. and release those other dates. Because so, it kind of goes along with it, right? Yeah, so then on the Disney Plus series from Marvel, we've got Loki premiering June 11th. Um, we got the What If animated series. Oh, is, I can't wait for that. That's the most excited about this is, summer. Is listed as summer twenty twenty one. Oh, the shoulder shake. Miss <laughs> Marvel is late twenty twenty one, and Hawkeye is also late twenty twenty. So there's a lot of MCU this there's year. Eight, eight projects yeah. getting released this year, and they're between. all like all like it's like you got Falcon and Winter Soldier now. Then you lead right into the Loki. Then we're right into Black Widow. In yeah. and out of different shows. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Yep. Disney Plus is uh, going to be firing on Which all Which is good, because we went like a whole year. year and a half yeah. before we had anything. Yeah. Yep. Um, cool. And that was from, from the Marvel movie. That was that was really all I had um, was the, the new release dates. Yeah. Uh, so moving into a little bit more DC stuff. Um, the Flash movie apparently has replaced Billy Crudup as Barry's father with Ron Livingston, which I the thought was kind of funny. Office Space? Yes, the yeah. guy from Office Space. Do you know why? No. Because they realized that Billy Crudup is Dr. Manhattan, 
and he's not really his dad, and he's really Doctor Manhattan, and, 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 and then the other guy's his real dad. That's funny. You know? But I, I always liked that that that's Doctor Manhattan they're talking to Barry. You know, like that's I didn't put that in a DC universe kind of world. That guy played him. Yeah. You know, because the voice I always hear Doctor Manhattan when he talks. I did. I don't really know him from anything else other than that. Old Billy Crumb. Yeah. Um, I'm not really your father. It is really me. We are here. It's Tuesday. We're in the room. We're talking. That's how Dr. Manhattan talks. <laughs> just reiterates what you're doing yeah. over and over. It's kind of annoying. And then uh, snaps yeah. his fingers and you're on Mars and can't yeah. breathe. Yeah. You don't even need to snap. Um, Michael Keaton apparently is now saying that him reprising his role as Batman in the upcoming Flash movie is not 100% guaranteed. This is going to be Apparently, Wayne, he wants to read the final script before he decides whether he's going to do it. I don't blame him on that one. Yeah. yeah. A WB show? I want to read the script, too. Yeah. This but it's sure. good that, if that's the case, that it's good that the WB didn't just say, well, well, screw you, we'll find somebody else to do it. He's Michael Keaton. I know, but <laughs> the WB does not have a good track record here. He's fucking Michael Keaton. This isn't Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, or George Clooney as Batman. Uh, Alright. Um, so some new casting news. Helen Mirren. Remind us to tell you after you're done with this news uh, a, a quick George Clooney story. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Helen Mirren has been added to the cast of Shazam 2 as Hespera, the daughter of the Greek god Atlas. Okay. And in news that gave Donna Boner this week. Boner City. Former 007 Pierce Brosnan has officially been cast as Dr. Fate for the upcoming Black Adam movie. I love it. Dumb. I love it. <laughs> I think it's good. I think it's good casting. I do too. I mean, I think he's a good actor. I love Pierce Bronson. Um, and Dr. Fate is amazing. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know how anybody cannot like Dr. Fate. Wait till people see Dr. Fate on TV. They're going to fit all about Dr. Strange. <laughs> Come on now. It's but... true. Dr. Strange was inspired by Dr. Fate. Yeah, but the McRib's better than the hamburger. <laughs> Sometimes. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> the McRibs are horrible. Sometimes. They are. They're disgusting. I won't even eat a McRib. And that's saying a lot. Yeah, it is. <laughs> this fucking guy will eat anything. Um, I I think it'll be cool. I, I I hope it's not. I hope he has a. I mean, being in that world with magic and it makes sense that he's in this movie with Black Adam and the magic stuff that they're doing. It makes sense. It makes sense that he would maybe be a person to show up and I don't know maybe counter him or maybe even advise him in in some kind of role. You know, I still don't understand how this movie works from the either. eyes of like. The Rock being the star, and it's a villain as the star. Yeah. Like, is it going to be like we're cheering for him to beat up the JSA? You know what I mean? Or I would up, be. Yeah, you <laughs> would be. Or to beat up the good guys? Like, I, I don't understand. It's going to be an odd movie. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. It's cool that he's in it. There's other members of the JSA in it. Well, yeah, and that what um, The Rock tweeted out, or Instagram, I can't remember what he uses most now, but that now with this casting, the, the full JSA for this movie has been cast. Good. Pierce Bronson will have a good voice for him, too. Yeah. That's how I kind of pictured it, so... Yeah, I like it. And then in other DC magic news, um, writer-director Emerald Fennell... Emerald Fennell, um, has been hired uh, by Warner Brothers to write a live-action Zatanna movie that will be part of the DCEU. Dumb. Um, so she has, she's apparently kind of new, up-and-coming. I looked at her IMDb. She has no other credits. Um, but 
she's supposed to be this new hot up and coming writer. So okay. we'll uh, we'll see where she can go with that. All right. Um, this is news for Ken, but Ooh. there's some asterisks along here. Oh, there usually is. Um, and exclamation marks. A never before seen version of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is coming to theaters in April. I saw it. It's the 10th anniversary this year. So they're going to do Completely like remastered game. sound and visuals. It's the it. same exact movie. Oh my goodness. With, but they're calling it Never Before Seen. I'll go, if you want to go, I'm down. I, I love this movie. I, I've, but I, I just... Yeah, I, I, the, all the clickbait articles piss me off. Because Never Before Seen. And I'm like, bullshit! You're making the colors look better and you make it sound better. Yeah. The problem is... So you made a good movie the first time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sucked. Mm. Um, the problem is... It's the the remaster is designed for Dolby Atmos, the only Dolby Atmos theater in the city is AMC. Oh, okay. so we're gonna have to go to the waterfront, the waterfront if we want to see it as it's intended. If we don't care, we can probably just go to Cinemark and see the, the version that came out ten years ago. That's where I saw it the first time. So I'm excited. I like it. I, I mean, I'll go. You know. It'll, it, it, it's always... I saw it down in Lawrenceville at that, uh, at the, uh, I can't remember the name of the theater down there. It's real small. They did a viewing of it. Like, it's, you know, I'll go see it anywhere. It's good. It's good stuff. Yep. I, I always liked that movie. That movie, I think, is, it, it's, uh, it was never, I was never, a bit, I never read the comic or anything about it, but, mm. I mean, I cracked up through that whole entire movie. Yeah. I mean, my favorite line in all of movies might be, bread makes you fat. <laughs> 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 I mean, bread makes you fat. Like, uh, like, like that line is so good. Where he's like, "I love bread. You can eat it for everything. I eat it for every meal. Why don't you?" Well, you know, because it makes you fat. He's <laughs> like, "Bread makes you fat." I also re- always enjoyed the uh, when his roommate answers his door and he's like, "Oh, he's not here." And you it's see him dive off the window in the back. That, that part's pretty good. The Chris Evans stuff is pretty good. Yeah, it's funny. It's good. It's di- it's a different movie, but it's good. It's entertaining. Yeah. And it's good that it's just. Uh, a movie. It's not going to be a trilogy. Yeah. It's yeah. just all one movie. Yep. Yep. And it's good. Um, so we done with movie news? Yes. All right. Can I tell a quick updated something? Yeah. So have you ever did I did you ever watch what happened? You yeah. went away again. Let me pause it real quick. Yeah, that looks like. You- okay, we're having a little technical difficulties, but we're moving on. So, um. There was a there was a YouTube channel. It's called Art Spear Entertainment. They did that whole superhero showdown video. I think I shared with you before. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, yeah. The one where Harley Quinn wins. Yeah, and it's then like live action. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, no, they're like, uh, um, like Deadpool wins for the villains, or Deadpool won for the superheroes. Harley won for the villains. It was they were in the arena. They're they in the were, arena. It's like a big uh, battle. And there's like oh, yeah, a big okay, eye okay, that was okay, talking okay, to him, and it yeah. turns out being like this golden statue. It's an Oscar. Okay. Remember? Yeah. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. after the hero won and the villain won, then they had an episode where it was like they all came together, the heroes and the villains, and they fought Oscar's his name, and he created all of them and made all these movies, and they beat them. They with like Doctor Manhattan's help, and they go back in time to do all that stuff. And then, like, they destroyed them, beat them. It's two, it's a couple, a married couple. They do all the voices. Yeah, yeah. And when they do Oscar, it's both of them talking at the same time. Oh, That's wow. how they do his voice. And then when it ended, they found out there was other arenas where there was, like, 
anime going on in another arena, cartoons, stop motion, video games. They actually had to edit that part out because they got copyrighted for that. Not for all the other characters they stole. They got copyrighted for that. So their channel that I follow, they have a new... Um, did you respond to him? Just say okay. They have a new show now where it's called... Episode 1 came out, and it's called Fan Fictasia. And it's like Harley Quinn and Deadpool are now married. They have Jesus. two kids. And they live in this world for eight years now. And they show you the origin story. It's really good. You should go watch it. It's like a half hour long. And they show you how they create the world. Like Dr. Manhattan and all these people and Ego helped them build this like new world. And there's an outer space stuff. There's like science stuff and you know underwater kingdoms and all this different stuff. And the whole premise of the episode is like they have this fanfic 10 who are these like 10 icons of stuff and, it, and you go watch it to see who's all on it but i won't spoil it but they make all the rules and the laws of the world and like no one commits any murder and then all of a sudden there's a murder and the first murder is ethan hunt from mission impossible tom cruise <laughs> he's found dead in like watchman style like thrown out a glass uh, window yeah. and hella is a private detective like hella from the Dark World movie, okay, Thor. Okay, okay, And Thor is an actor on Thor and Order. It's like a Law and Order <laughs> TV show. And he shows up, and Thor and Hela are, like, going to try and solve this murder. And the reason I brought up George Clooney was because they find a, a dead Batman in this one scene. And, 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 like, Harley's like, which one is it? There's so many of them. And then they do, like, they bring it to uh, Black Panther's Wakanda, and his sister's doing the thing on it, and she's like... It's George Clooney, Batman. <laughs> and they were like, uh, something like, who would want to kill George Clooney, Batman? And Deadpool's like, George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, all the Batmans, all the Schumacher Batmans follow Kilmer. He's the leader of them. They're like talking about the Schumacher Batmans mm -hmm. and where they live. It's really neat. Like the world they live in, because there's like um, SpongeBob hanging out and like different anime characters all hanging out. So it's basically anything goes in this world. Anything goes in this world. And they're teaching their kids like what goes on. And it's about a murder. And all these other characters get killed and show up. And Aquaman, Jason Bamel Aquaman, underwater, hitting on a little mermaid, is fantastic. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to watch it. Because he's like, with her, and he's like, yeah, babe, I like to come to the Titanic. It brings a tear to my eye. And he's putting Visine in his eyes <laughs> to make him cry. And underwater? Then he, underwater. And then you know Flounder and Sebastian... They're like telling her, they're like, he literally has a girl in every port. They're like, <laughs> he, he's a two-timer. He's another redhead he hangs out with. And she's like, leave him alone. He's so handsome. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. It's so good. They're going to do a whole series about it. I love it. I'm so glad they're doing more with it because I thought those videos were so freaking they were good. great. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's good stuff. Go check it out. Art Spear. How would I say it? It's Art Spear Entertainment. Okay. Is who it is. A little shout out. Fanfic Tasia. Go check it out. All There's right. only one episode, right? Only one episode so far. Moving on to TV news. TV, new, TV news. Uh, in the Netflix world, um, did any of you guys know that Keanu Reeves has his own comic called Berserker? My love for you is ticking clock berserker. <laughs> um, and apparently it's getting a live action movie and an anime show on Netflix. Now, is this the anime? Like, there was an anime berserker that, that's, like, kind of well known. It's very... Giant, one guy with a giant-ass sword. Like, you know... 
I, I, I don't know. This is based off of Keanu Reeves' comic book. It's okay. B-R-Z-R-K-R. No. Okay. Yeah. He has his own comic. It kind of looks... The, the, the cover that I saw that they showed, it kind of looks like a, an animated version of Keanu Reeves. Isn't uh, he, like, animated and everything? He's in that other cyberpunk game... He's yeah. everywhere. He's everywhere. So you made one reference to him being animated. It wasn't even well, This is like his second thing that he's drawing. He's, <laughs> he's drawing. drawing. He's all over the place. He's in a video game. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> all right. Um, but anyway, yeah. Live action movie and an anime and anime show. Anime, 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 anime show. So we'll Anything see. that happens to Keanu Reeves is good because he's one of the true good people in Hollywood. He is. I love Keanu Reeves. He's a good dude. Uh, and then I just thought this was interesting because I, I like uh, serial killers. It sounds weird <laughs> to say, but I had a thing years ago where I was doing research. Where I was sources. a serial killer. No, where I was researching serial killers. It's starting to make sense. Uh, <laughs> but apparently Evan Peters, um, our, uh, our, our beloved um, Quicksilver, is set to play Jeffrey Dahmer uh, in a limited series called Monster. So on Netflix, so we'll we'll get to see Jeff Evan Peters play a really psychotic character. That's, That's cool. A little weird, yeah. <laughs> uh, Disney Plus, want to go into Falcon Winter Soldier review? Sure. Ken watched this one. I did. So let's go to Ken first. I really enjoyed it. I liked that it's completely a different vibe from um, WandaVision. Uh, you know, I watched this with my wife Mindy, and she was saying like. You know, you could tell the budget was a lot different from this show than WandaVision was at the beginning. Uh, you know, I liked a lot of the aspects of it. My only issue with it, and I know that we kind of talked about this over dinner before we recorded, but I had some issues with... We should just recorded while we were eating dinner. We, we said that like three fucking times already. <laughs> um, I had some issues with Red Wing. I, I feel like, you know, he's kind of a fix-all, like... His, is it like the Black Panther anal beads thing? It is. Like, Marvel falls in this hole of, like, tech, tech can do whatever it wants to do. Magic can't, but tech can just have a piece of your jetpack jet fly off, take down three helicopters, and, and perfectly fly back into your back piece. Or fix itself whenever your rocket systems are failing. Like, yeah. you know, it's this great, like... Would uh, you have rather him had a bird? Because the bird's cheesy. It's the tough bird to do the bird. I get, he could see through the bird's eyes. I get how you, you can't know. have a bird like yeah. the comic book, but I can't. I don't want your back. I don't want your tech to be infinite. Like it, it, it shouldn't. It that was overpowered. Yes, OP as they say. Yeah, like, well, so are his wings though. I mean, like he's getting shot at machine guns. Nothing. Can, are they vibranium? Are they? You know. Well, I mean, they could be metal. Like they could be like a Kevlar. They, they take know, everything. Yeah. You know? like, they, that's not what bothers me about the wings. What bothers me about the wings is that he's able to control them like, like they are like, like physically a part of him. Yes, yes. Um, and you know it's not, the show's good if this is what we're nitpicking about. Like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so. Um, but I liked it otherwise. I liked the setup. I think it was a great setup episode. I really want to see them together. I really want to get into that. It was. I don't want to hold another episode of Backstory. I want yes. that to be. I want them to get together quicker in this next one. But yeah, we'll see what happens. I agree. Dawn, Dawn. I thought the. I thought the opening action was like absolutely fantastic. 
I mean, that opening scene there was such like Captain America movie feel. Oh, the yeah. quick pace of it, the fighting, the choreographing is all very Cap-ness. You know, like, they do a great job with, like, all right, you got these wings. How are you going to fight with these wings? How's his fighting going to be different? Well, he, he, he blocks with them. Then he uses it for, like, a height advantage to kick you in the face. You know, he uses it to, like, excel or propel you across the room. Like, it's just so smartly done where I could never imagine choreographing something like that. You know, where it's no. like... It's so different than, like, a regular fight. Like, you're just going to punch and kick and do martial arts. Like, it's really, really neat. And all, whoever came up with that, like, wingsuiting in and out of jets and all that yeah. other shit that he was doing. I mean, like, the end of that scene, I was like, whoo! <laughs> like, man, that's a fucking scene right there, you know. So they did a great job with that. Um, I love Bucky. Uh, I love all the... All the stuff that like they're gonna do with him, I you know I can't wait to see them together. The only thing I didn't like, and we talked about this before again, we should record while we eat, is I didn't like the down on your luck superhero that doesn't have any money to save us. You know I'm tired of poor superheroes. I get it with Spider Man because Spider Man's a young kid that doesn't have any money. He uh. struggles with the money issues. Falcon is a grown man that works for the United States military, does special op missions in other countries where he's not supposed to be there. Black op stuff. I'm sure he's getting a paycheck that's a lot more than than he would need to live with. Yeah. Plus, he's an Avenger. I know they don't get paid. He's like, that's not how it works. You don't get paid. He has pepper. Who, and, yeah, and, salt. He's got and paprika. He has he's a got Stark family. He's he has a, 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 a backpack that's probably worth $500 million alone, that flight suit or whatever he has. Like, how do you maintain that then? Who's, like, doing all that? Like, sell that suit and get your sister alone to buy your family boat. Mm -hmm. And the whole angst between them with, like, you weren't here. You didn't know what I went through. Well, he was snapped away for five years. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, what are you mad at him for? It's not like he yeah. just chose to go off and... I, I didn't get her anger. She kept saying, like, I was here. You weren't dealing with it. Where were you? Know, you weren't here. It's not his fault. It's not like he was off banging strippers somewhere. He was literally dead. Snapped out of existence for five years. Stop being so angry. The whole... I, I could deal less with that stupid shit of, like, they're so mad at each other, and she's mad, and he's mad. I'm like... Like he's like it's Falcon. Like I'm sure he'd be able to come up with a little with a loan somewhere. Yeah. Then they had the asshole guy. that's like I'll take your picture and pose with you, but you ain't getting a loan, you dummy. You know, like come on. Like then go to a different bank. Like no, I'll just do this on my own, like I always do. His sister annoyed the shit out yeah. of me. She was such an an annoying, terrible character that they didn't need to throw in there. The other thing about that, though, the other side of that coin. Why the fuck is he so attached to that boat? <laughs> that was his parents' boat. Yeah. I get it. But. Yeah. I mean, they're making such a big deal. They're trying to give Falcon a backstory. Yeah. About where he comes from and what he does. But, like, that's not the backstory I need. I, I want to hear about what he did in the military before when he was this paratrooper flight suit guy and, and have some of that. Thing there, I like the relationship he's building with this new co-worker, who in the comics is the newer Falcon. Like, build off that. The sister part is annoying, and uh, I can't get alone. I'm down on my luck. Why would anybody ever want to be an Avenger? <laughs> and, <laughs> and if if this whole series comes to an end and it just ends up Pepper gives him money, I am gonna be pissed off. <laughs> yeah, or even like Bruce or any, any mean, of them. Yeah. How's Bruce gonna give him money? That's a different. I don't know. Yeah. He's 
Bruce Banner. He's oh. working in labs. Like, I you know, it was Bruce Wayne. I'm like, that's no, a long no, universe. no. I'm just saying, like, there's <laughs> Avenger friends. You could be like, uh, you know, Bruce lives in a a cabin out in the woods. Not the new smart one. He's like living in Avengers Tower or whatever. I don't know where he's living now. Exactly. But whatever. Don't don't presume anyone's wealth. I'm just saying. <laughs> even going past the Avengers part. Being that you work for the military and you do these special ops, Black ops I missions. think they would. Hey, hey, Uncle Sam, can I get a military loan? Military people qualify for like every fucking loan imaginable when you're in the military. You know that they. Hey, things changed when people snapped back into reality. Yeah. There's a whole lot more people needing loans. Yeah, everyone needs loans because everyone just came back. You know, well, so. they need to, their credit card debt didn't go away. But the whole thing where he was like, "You have no." Credit, you have no credit for the past five years. Well, I wasn't here. Wouldn't they take that into consideration no, the for banks half don't the care. population? You banks know, don't like, care. It's just a part of the show that I really thought you didn't need. But anyway, the rest of it was great. Um, I definitely think Sam's going to get that shield. That this is instead of him just taking it from Steve and then he's Falcon, then he's Falcon Cap or he's Cap. I think this is going to be his road towards that, making him sort of like. Fight for it, earn it, want it, you know. Yeah, and and you know, it'll be fine. He'll he'll have that. Uh, maybe he drops the whole Falcon gimmick, and this kid gets it. Maybe you know. Maybe he goes not like Falcon Cap, a full on Cap. You know what I mean? I don't know. I still. I would rather him be full blown Cap than Falcon Cap. Me too. But if he's gonna be full on Cap, he needs to get some sort of enhancement. Because I'm sorry. That's why well, this week's advertisement is brought to you by Blue Chew, the yeah. greatest for male enhancement. What I'm saying is, uh, Sam's great and all, but he's not strong. He's you're not a super human. strong or an advanced human to be Captain America. Yeah. And if you're going to like need that, either he gets the serum himself and he upgrades to that, or like he gets bionics or a suit or something that th- allows him to do. What that. if something happens where he, well, there's Terrigen and mists. There's a lot of yeah. things that they can yeah. do. Especially when you have Doctor, I wouldn't be surprised if whatever's causing the flag smashers to get strength, maybe he somehow gets exactly yeah Yeah. enhancement there. Now there is talk here that Isaiah Bradley may make a cameo in this that could lead to Patriot being debuted in this. Good, yeah, I saw that as well. Yeah, because they showed some guy that they thought were casting as Isaiah Bradley. You know that would be cool to tie into. I would love it if we could get Patriot. Oh yeah, out of this. I mean, really, you've got all the other Young Avengers. Yeah, set I mean, because I think a Young Avengers movie would be so kick ass. Oh yeah, with especially if at some point they're going to introduce Kang, like they've been talking about. Yeah, and then Iron Lad comes back, who is Kang, and joins them. I mean, there's so many cool things you yep. could do. You got Kate Bishop. You get you get really you Patriot. have everyone, but yeah, you know, because you have stature. Yeah, you have the twins. You have everybody but Hulkling. And Hulkling, they can introduce the scroll stuff. He's very easy to be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. they're going to introduce Miss America, too. Here she is. And uh, Captain Marvel, too. Yes. America Chavez. Yep. America yeah, Chavez. Young Avengers would, would be great. It would work so well in today's in today's world, I think. Yeah. Bring in, you know, a little bit more of a teen audience. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, those characters are all great characters. Cool beans. Um, so we haven't even gotten to the release of Hawkeye yet, and there is already a supposed Hawkeye spinoff series in the works called Hawkeye, based off of Echo, who is a deaf 
Native American character. Yeah. Yeah, she was with Daredevil. She originated in the, the uh, what was the artist's name? Mac. Something Mac. I met him before. I don't know. But I, I did see that, that she was she yeah. was with uh, Daredevil And then she took over the persona of Ronan and was with the Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but apparently she is already, Echo will be appearing in the Hawkeye series, and That's she's cool. already been cast by a deaf Native American actress. That's awesome. Named Alok. Al- Alakwa Cox, A L A Q U A. But yeah, good representation. Um, you know, they you, we can't get anybody out there now. Like, oh well, they cast a white actress to play a Native American character. You know, all that stuff. So this is good representation. She she feels Echo is an awesome character. She I, she looks awesome. You got that white handprint handprint across her face. She's really neat. Looks was, cool. The only thing is she's typical Marvel where she's an evil assassin at first, and then yeah. she falls in love with Daredevil when it's old. Yeah. So. Okay. And then so, when she was Ronan, she wore like padding that looked like a man. Yeah. Yeah. So that people would think because you thought it was Hawkeye. Okay. And then Hawkeye did become Ronan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Ronan, everyone was Ronan at one point. I kind of like that Marvel has an, an alias that everyone just kind of takes the over things. before, yeah. Um, and then in the last little bit of Marvel uh, Disney Plus news, uh, <sighs> some concept art, and my compatriots here on the show have disputed and said it's fake, but some concept art supposedly leaked showing um, future kind of images of Ms. Marvel, Clea, the female Ronin, America Chavez, and a couple more, uh, like Baron Mordo and, and Strange and Wong. Um, Show someone's Wong. But uh, they did, female Ronin was one of the characters they showed, so that could be something that maybe um, Echo would turn into at some point. Maybe. Possibly. And then... It'd be cold to... Mix Echo in with Daredevil, especially if yep. we got Charlie. Charlie we got Cox Charlie Cox, Cox back. coming back. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Charlie Cox and uh, Alakwa. Alakwa Cox together. The Cox, <laughs> starring in Daredevil, the movie. This is real blue. And Brian Cox. <laughs> uh, and then the last bit of Disney Plus. With Courtney news. Cox. How about Holden Cox? <laughs> <laughs> Right. Uh, and Oliver Close off. <laughs> <laughs> With producer Peter Gazinho. Uh, uh, oh, God. Um, apparently, there is a new National Treasure TV series that's been no. greenlit nope. for Disney Plus. <laughs> no, that will be, nope. uh, no one led, wants it. Led by a Latina actress. Don't care. No one needs it. That's nope. stupid. No we one. Want, we want the Nick Cage version yeah, back. If, I don't even want the Nick Cage. It's done. They did all the secrets you could do in the United States. All right. The I need to know what was on page forty-three. We're gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> I'd rather have a show them figuring out gun laws, and then that's what we can go with. <laughs> Uh, all right. Was that that they spoofed it? Like, was it Saturday Night Live? What's his name to spoof that? Oh. Where they kept doing about we're going to steal the day. Uh, he was still in Nick Cage. What was that from? Adam What's Sandberg. The, Andy Sandberg used to do his invitation all the time. That's uh, Andy Sandberg uh, would yeah. do that. Where he'd be talking and then they'd be like, you know what we're going to do then? And he'd be like, what? And you're like, we're going to steal the decoration of the man. And like, no, we're not. We're not doing that. That's Nick Cage. Go on. All right. Um, on the HBO Max side, uh, HBO Max and the CW have jointly acquired the rights to Taika Waititi's other 
What We Do in the Shadows spinoff show called Wellington Paranormal, and we'll be bringing it to the U.S. Okay. Um, it's a, a another. It's very similar to it's a, a, a docu comedy. I think they call it or docu spoof or I don't know. It's or just a comedy. It's filmed in that documentary documentary. Style. Oh, <laughs> documentary. Anyway, a divorce. Yes. Um, but it's about uh, paranormal investigations, um, and it, it's it's really really well loved in New Zealand, no. where it where well, it is. <laughs> one little corner of the earth loves well, it. I mean, that's where he's from, and so it's it. it Taco Waititi. Taco Waikaikai. Uh, but they're bringing it to the U.S. So bringing it back. What we do in the shadows is fantastic. So if it's anything like that, this is going to be never good. saw it. It is really good. Eh. Um, and then you wouldn't like it because you're just an asshole. But yeah. <laughs> uh, in in weird CW Batwoman news, um, Kate Kane has now officially been recast. Yeah, this as actress Wallace up. Day for season two. Do you know what this is from? It's that show sucks. And they went about four episodes. No one's fucking watching it. So to try and save it, now they're bringing Kate Kane as Batwoman back with a new actress, which they should have fucking done right from the get-go yeah. instead of this bullshit that some girl who hangs out by the Gotham Harbor found the Batsuit and put it on, and she's a new, funky, fighter, tough girl, and she's Batwoman all of a sudden. She's not trained by anybody, and the, and everyone hates that show. So now they have to bring, to try and salvage this hunk of shit, they have to bring... Another Kate Kane in to try to save the Who's day. Who's the actress doing it? She looks a lot better like Kate Kane than Ruby Rose did. I forget. I don't know what her name. I don't know. I've never seen her. The new name. actress, you mean? Yeah. Wallace Day. Wallace Day, the motherfucking time. <laughs> <laughs> Took a long setup there for you to actually say that. Uh, you just wanted the setup. You knew what it was all along. Yeah, I did. Speaking of the time, <laughs> oh, we, oh, we, oh. they are getting a. There's some network, I can't remember what it is, that does those, like, features about the history of groups. Well, yeah. Morse Day in the Time is this season. Yeah. Oh. If there's something that was popular 20 or 30 or 40 years ago, I guarantee you one of these fucking streaming services is finding a way to bring it back. That's basically what we're going to find out every week. Bunky Brewster's coming back to people. Where's Mask? Where's Mask? <laughs> Mask is the only one that hasn't made that return yet. You know, you know the other one that I want to come back? Misfits of Science. Oh, we gotta no hear about this. No one, no one wants that. No one. No one wants that. Nobody it. does but me. Yeah, and it's never gonna fucking happen. Because no one wants that stupid show. Courtney Cox. Nonsense. <laughs> was hey, she on that show? Yeah, Two Courtney Cox, re Cox references <laughs> in this in this show. <laughs> Courtney Cox. All right, fine. I, I don't, don't have any other... Book. I don't have any news. Speaking of great things that are coming back... It sucks. Um... <laughs> More news that was pleasing, pleasing to me this week. I was surprised I broke both the, the news. I know. I'm surprised. Uh, I'm surprised you even told me, knowing it was going to bring me joy. What? <laughs> this is almost as good as when Havoc was in the Avengers. <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, I can't believe this new team was announced. And fucking Havoc's in the <laughs> Avengers. You're like, did it, he was like, did someone write this for you? <laughs> Captain America and Havoc leading the Avengers together? It was the best the time of my life. The it's the greatest. But anyways, go in your jerk-off session and talk about how great this toy is. This is so great that it's um, uh, Gargoyles. NECA is going to do a Gargoyles line. Well, we don't know if they're going to do a line. We don't, well, let's hope. 
They're doing a Goliath figure. He's an eight-inch figure. Super great detail. Can't fucking wait to add him to my favorite shelf. He's get in a second. I don't have. I unplugged it. Um, it looks awesome. I think everything about it is going to be awesome. Um, it's like eight inches, thirteen-inch wingspan, fully articulated. Comes with like an extra face, um, multiple different hands. The book, the Grimorum or whatever was the name of the wiz book, and then it comes with um, a jalapeno. <laughs> and Justin didn't know what the jalapeno thing was. I didn't know either. So I showed him the video when he eats the fucking jalapeno and goes, jalapeno! <laughs> you know. As he's turning to stone. Yeah, as he's turning to stone. So imagine he... waking up and still having that on your tongue. Yeah, because Idiot Brooklyn gave him a jalapeno. Broadway. <laughs> Yeah, Broadway, that's right. Wow. Thundercats just showed you up. Yeah. I had to look that up. So there you go. Um, pretty cool. Um, hopefully it leads to a whole series, which would be awesome, And uh, of them. I would love to see a line of them come through. That would be cool. Um, so I do have a little bit of comic book news, and I had a quiz question for us. Right. We're so, going to make fun of Dawn's Goliath. So Brock is back. Brock, what do you think about Goliath? I don't think he belongs in your shelf. He's too big. He's yep. not. He, he is too big. He's a different He's size. He's way too big. Yep. Do you know how big Goliath is? Goliath is like yeah. 10 feet tall. I looked it up. He is 6 foot 10. Oh. No, he's not. He's taller than that. Where'd you find he him? He's 6 foot 10. Sick bird. So, <laughs> in inches, a 6 <laughs> inch figure to a 2 inch figure and an 8 inch figure, it'll be perfect. Then he uh, would be nine feet tall. Yeah, or eight foot, you know. Yeah. I'm rounding up. <laughs> ten. Yeah, so he's like a foot off. Uh, he's 6'10". He's going to look great. <laughs> he's, he's, what do you think? I should keep him off after all these years? Of Brock does. Brock's, you know what? This is good. Good. Good for you. This is the same <laughs> shit I got about Mumra. This is what you deserve. Yours wasn't size related. Yours is, yours is, is, the, yours is the wrong fucking show. It looks exactly the same. Nope. This is what no. you deserve. I'm buying him. He's going to be awesome. And I'm going to buy him, but he's not out on the shelf. He's going on. And if they, if they make more, I'm going to have to redo this whole basement again. Because there's going to be a gargoyle. Yeah, an 8-inch shelf. <laughs> to get a, nope. It's going to be a whole gargoyle shelf. That could be your eight-inch scale shelf. How you start it? It may be the best figure I, I own. If I get you got, you got an empty. No, he's got to he's got to go over somewhere in here. Well, you have weird stuff. Get rid of it. I have weird stuff coming <laughs> from you. You have weird everything. I do not. Yes, you I, do. I have great. All right, so um, quick comic book news, Brock. I got to read the second episode of uh, Turtles: The Last Ronin. Oh, nice. I still have to pick that up. Um, pretty good. It's Michelangelo, of course, is who it was. And this episode deals with um, him and April back together. And, uh, you know, like where April's been. April's been through, like, hell with everything. And they do a lot of filler in the backstory. They show you basically how everything went down and how he got to where he was at. I won't spoil it for people that want to go read it. But a uh, really good story. A lot of cool surprises. Stuff you didn't see coming. Uh, good artwork, neat story. Um, it's it's good. It's definitely worth reading if you. Uh, it's a different take on Michelangelo for sure. The way mm -hmm. he's um, like completely different from what he was did. And the IBW turtles are awesome. And he's a lot bigger because he's older now. So like he got bigger. 
the older he got. You know, his, he's no longer a teenager. They said his mutation kicked in more, and he looks like he's he's a lot bigger of a turtle. So he bulked up. Bulked up. He looks um, like the whole turtles the from the uh, the movie. So I had an update for the King and Black because I read issue four of that last week. Um, the issue before they talked about how the only thing that could beat um, what the fuck's his name now? How do I forget his no. name? No, no, was that the Silver Surfer told him that there's a there's a light in the <sighs> world composed of his darkness. Like Null harnesses the darkness, that there's been something that harnesses the light. So like this light energy was trying to get through this barrier and the surfer helped him break the barrier so this light could come in and you see this like thing falling and as they're talking about this light um venom's son can like tap into it and spoilers for a little bit here on this part but uh they realize reed starts investigating this light and he's like this light everything's got to be a symbiote in marvel now so this light is a feature is also a symbiote it's like a symbiote of light as composed to the symbiote of dark, which the Venom suit was made out of. So then Reed figures, Reed figures yeah. it out and goes, I know what this is. We used to call it something else. He's like, we know it by a different name. And you figure it out that it's the um, Enigma Force. The Enigma Force is what makes Captain Universe. Uh, Remember when Spidey yeah, was Captain yeah, Universe? Hulk and Daredevil. And, yeah. and they were all yeah. Captain Universe. And then Captain Universe was actually on that Hickman Avengers team. Yes, yes. She was like this weird being. Yeah. So you see the Enigma Force with those like... The the like the atom symbols. Yeah, the atom symbols flying down the earth. And it says like... It says it's chosen someone. And it goes into the world and it bonds with Eddie Brock. Oh, Eddie Brock. It chooses Eddie and it, like and he's like beat up in Nulls like lair and then it hits him and he starts to change and it says something about like and it's talking to him like his symbiote used to talk to him uh -huh. so Eddie Brock's going to be the new Captain Universe but it's going to be kind of like a symbiote Captain Universe I don't know how it's going to be but uh, it showed you him like his eyes lit up and the and the symbols were in the eyes and he started to like power up again. I'm actually okay with that to an extent because I'd rather them tie in something old yeah. than create dumb yeah. new like yeah. like the Enigma Force has been around a long time. Yeah, and it's been through and that's kind of it's been a stick. It always picks different people. Yeah, it like, picks different people, but yeah. it's a symbiote. I mean, really, was it any different? Like they call it, it did. It did take over your it body. It bonds with you. Yeah, you know like, the Enigma Force and all I'm, that. I'm. I'm actually surprisingly. I'm okay with it. Yeah, right not now. as bad as you thought it was going to no, be. No, no. Yeah. I still think Null's dumb. But if that, if you had to give me a light symbiote, like the the symbiote of good. Yeah. Like then that's an okay way to do. The cool part that the thing that they did in this was. Eddie Brock's son didn't realize that he could kind of like control. He could absorb these symbiotes and destroy them, like okay. the dark. So he's like, Null like got to him, and he's all like, like, oh, I'm like freaking out. And all of a sudden, this voice was talking to him. It was like, here's what you need to do. Like, you know, you got to focus on this. You got to do that. You got to do this. And then she, and then like, the, he was like, I get it. And he's like, now release everybody. And he starts like releasing Wolverine, releasing the Fantastic Four, and then this voice is like, you're doing it, now do this, now do that, now do this. And it's like, who's talking to him? And then, like, Doctor Strange is like, took you a while to get here, or whatever, and it's like, you know me, I like to make a big entrance, and I'm like, who's this now? You know, and they do the whole thing, and then um, Null, like, gets it, and it's like, you don't know me, Null, but I know you now, I'm in your head. And then, and then like, they cut to, like, a wide panel entrance, and it was like, Null's mind, and it was, like, opening up, and in the middle of it was Gene. 
And she's like, my name's Jean Grey. I'm the most powerful telepath on this planet. And he's like, get out of my head, witch. And she's like, oh, my God, it's all darkness in here. And she found out that, like, he fears the Enigma Force. And that's how she, like, opened it up for him. And then, like, the Enigma Force flew in. I was like, that's cool. They used Jean in sort of a badass way. She was reorganizing everybody, getting them on the same page. Because she was even more powerful than Xavier, who he took out Xavier. Oh, okay. Well, we kind of always knew that that was going to be a... She's in her this outfit, you know. She's in her this outfit. That, that, that outfit. All, everyone looking at home, this is what she looks like. She's now. in her House of X outfit. Enjoy the whole way that she looks. So, yeah, it was neat. <laughs> um, so, quiz question. Spe- we were talking about gargoyles earlier. Broadway. Jalapenos. <laughs> I want to see how many of the gargoyles you can all name. Okay. All right. So, Justin. Goliath. Ken. Broadway. Brock. Bronx. That's the dog. Go ahead. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Is it Demona or Desdemona? Desdemona. Desdemona. She's the evil one. Yeah. Because everyone else is named a No, just Demona. Sorry. That Demona's her name. Okay. Yeah. So, is Manhattan one? Nope. Lower East Side. Lower East Side. <laughs> <laughs> the meatpacking district. You got the old one. Is that uh, New Amsterdam? Brock. <laughs> Angela? Angela's the daughter, yeah. They're all either named... Doesn't the old one starts with a G? Or Bridges. George Washington. Rivers. Rivers. Okay. Hudson. Hudson, yeah. Yeah, Hudson. Hudson Hawk. Yeah. And then you had... uh, What was the bad guy's name? Earl Grey. I'm trying to think of something funny. <laughs> His name was David Xanatos. Dumb. Yeah. So it's David and Goliath. Oh, David and Goliath. You and up? then, do you remember the name of the uh, feline group that they fought? Pussycat dolls. Huh? Swat cats. Nope. Swat they, fought, cats. they fought the pack. I like the pussycat. Though. Cold Stone was Goliath's brother that was like half... Open up an ice cream bar. He was half robot, half machine. <laughs> How are you half robot? Half, half robot, half gargoyle. Sorry. Watch out, everybody. Half robot, half machine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cold Stone. He was Cold Stone Creamery. <laughs> Gargoyles is a great show. It was really ahead of its time, I thought. They dealt with gun violence and all that different stuff. Was that shit. before Batman animated series? It was around the same time, okay. I think. I thought it was really good. Loved it. Watched it. There was some weird distribution at that with at first. I don't think Disney actually owned it. They just distributed it. Yeah. And I think they recently acquired it. Then, like, after the series ended, they did their final arc. They did, like, this horrible thing called the Goliath Chronicles. Which was like twelve episodes, and it's like so bad. Was he a detective? <laughs> it's kind of like he was a detective. We well, ends like... up with the female detective. They like end up together, which I'm like, that's weird. That? <laughs> that's weird. This giant creature only wearing this loincloth doesn't shower. Well, in the crimes, <laughs> did he wear a trench coat? No, no uh. <laughs> trench coat. That's like Raphael. <laughs> he wore a trench coat. It was like a lot. It was not like Baywatch nights, yeah. if I remember correctly. <laughs> No, but they like end up as a couple at the end, which is really weird. They had a lot of good lore that they did in that show. You know, they went to like the island of the elves and fought Oberon and like did all that cool stuff. You know, there's a lot of neat stuff. Interesting. Yeah, it's a good show. Watch it on Disney Plus. 
Good. Just don't watch the Goliath Chronicles because it's weird. <laughs> Goliath. Is that even on there? Yeah, they have it on there as season three, season four, or whatever. Okay. And it's just him as like a detective. <laughs> so there you go. That's our show for this week. Can't That's take it. Sound. All right, everyone. Please like, share, subscribe, and like. Please give us a review on your uh, whatever you listen to us on. It would be greatly appreciated. We are at uh, five stars on iTunes. How many reviews? Four. But <laughs> how many of us are there? Four. <laughs> Well, one, you know what? I, it, it can't be all four of us because I don't have iTunes, so I have not written this anything on iTunes. So I think I'm the only one that uses iTunes, so I didn't make four reviews. I created it, but I never used it. I want to see. If we get a second here, I'll read the review that someone gave to us. If I, if, if you guys want to give They're me like, two seconds. They're like, this is fucking the shits, is what this they is. They said it's the drizzling shits. So we have five stars, four ratings, but only one like actual written review. So let's go here and like, look and see what it says. Um, maybe it might be too hard. Okay, here we go. Someone a year ago from Geekdom Roundtable. <laughs> Fun and irrelevant take on week's geek news. If you're looking for some insight on the week's political news, this ain't it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but if you want to get a review on the latest geek movie, Marvel event, and some hilarious stories, this is your podcast. So thank you, Geekdom Roundtable, yeah. whoever you are, yeah. for our only... Now, yeah. if you've also left a review, <laughs> let us know. Yeah, thanks, whoever that was. We yeah. appreciate you. Yeah, so hopefully you're still listening. This was a year ago. Yeah. Hopefully we pissed you off. <laughs> gave up. Yeah, so... <laughs> um, so yeah, just leave us a review. We'd greatly appreciate it. And there you go. All right, everyone, please have a great night. Later.